0: Welcome to the Assemblé Dance Studio Podcast. Your go to source for bite sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go to dance studio in your area. Do you love the podcast content but are looking to get a bit more one on one strategy? If that is the case, I really encourage you to check out our monthly masterclasses. Each month, I dive into a specific topic that is going to Help you and your dance studio reach the next level. So, if you're interested in finding more about that, head to Assomblate forward slash masterclass. Again, each month is a specific topic catered to you and your dance studio all about how to grow and create a bigger, more successful, just more streamlined dance studio. And if that's something you're interested in, you can buy a one-off masterclass. So if you can sort of pick and choose to what topics suit your interest or alternatively, you can sign up for our membership to our masterclass, which is a discounted monthly price. So whatever you are interested in joining us for, you can check that out at assembled dance studio forward slash masterclass. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys it's Claire O'Shea and welcome back to another episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching podcast. On this week's episode, we are doing another quick fire 5, which is the lightning fire segment of the Assembly Dance Studio coaching podcast. Today, my wonderful co-host, Mariah, is going to be asking me five burning questions in just 5 minutes all about different dance studio models. So without wasting any further time, let's jump straight into it. Okay. So Mariah is here joining Hi. me today for Quick Fire 5. She's got five questions all about dance studio models and their yes. positives and benefits and honestly I've wrote the questions but I don't remember them so I'm not okay. going to look them up yeah um, but we've only got five minutes to do it so yes I've got
1: my timer here oh, okay and I'm ready to go and we're gonna make Claire stick to five minutes because in the last episode she went a tiny bit over This is pretty good for me it is good for you but let's knock all it right, down to five all right, all right. ready go What are the key factors dance studio owners should consider when searching for the right venue for their studio? Uh,
0: Car parking, like ease of access for parents, um, big enough space, high enough ceilings, Mm. um, depending on the type of movement you want to do. I also think having like a good landlord, a nice landlord, Mm. that good communication gets back to you in a timely manner, um, actually cares whether your business is doing well is really, really important or vice versa if you're doing more of a hybrid model or a you're renting from a school or something that they are open to feedback and open to kind of working with you those are the main considerations and then asking them about all of their expectations requirements limitations up front so you can kind of make the right choice moving forward and then obviously financially you want to make sure that you can afford the rent
1: yes how can dance studio owners determine if a potential venue meets their specific needs in terms of space, amenities and accessibility? That's a really hard question
0: to answer and silly me for writing that, but... um. It, it really is dependent again on whether you're starting out, whether you're expanding to a bigger space. There really is like kind of a, a delicate dance in terms of, um, you know, finding a space that's bigger, you're going to grow into it. Yeah. And then that's too big that you can't afford it, and then yeah. you go bankrupt. So that, that's not <laughs> great. Yeah, that's not what you want to do. Um, I would say you know, speak to your accountant, show other friends and family members, see what they think of the space. Um, again, if you're moving from another location, it needs to be within a certain vicinity else people yeah. are not going to follow you. So these are some of the important factors to consider.
1: Yeah. Are there any tips or strategies you can share for negotiating favourable favorable lease or rental terms with the venue owner, owners? Yeah. So
0: depending again on the location, the lease, blah, 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 the length of the lease, often if you're willing to sign a longer lease, mm. you might be able to get a little discount or um, generally rent goes up every year. So you can um, potentially negotiate a smaller percentage or a rent review. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's different things that you can put into action. Essentially uh, uh, a an owner of a building, say if you're renting or leasing off someone, they're going to want the longest term tenant for the least amount of problems yeah and every time they have to get a new tenant it takes time and money and energy so they they prefer not to do that so if you can have um a longer lease they're more likely to work with you um and be able to potentially give you a discount whether that be often you know it's I have asked in the past for like a rent-free period at the start while, when I'm setting up and building to so just alleviate some of that financial burden, um, you know, which is something often a lot of them are willing to negotiate. And it also just depends on the demand um, of commercial properties in your area. Yeah. So, for instance, one of our areas is there's a lot of availability so I probably have a lot more wiggle room and then another area there's just not as much. So um, it just sort of depends on the location as well.
1: Yeah. Awesome. What are some common challenges dance studio owners might face when selecting a venue and how can they overcome these challenges?
0: So find, it's just it's so much time and energy finding spaces as well. Yeah. And then it's get, again, referring back to our previous uh, episode, we did all going through the different models. It really is dependent on the type of model you're leaning to. If you're renting a, a space like hourly you don't there there's going to be more limitations just because you have less control of what you do with the space and then in terms of like leasing or building you have much more control so you can probably be more you need to be more picky and specific because you're going to be there for a long period of time and it's going to cost you a lot of money to set these up so um yeah I I think that's it
1: yeah yeah Perfect. And can you provide examples of creative solutions or alternatives that Dance Studio owners can explore if they're unable to find an ideal venue within their budget or location?
0: I think you just have to be flexible and think about potentially like a hybrid model. So yeah. even though maybe you might want a studio with three or four rooms, if you can find a space with two and then two other local venues um, that you can hire the room per hour, that might be your only solution. Yeah. Um, potentially you could look at increasing the amount of time like doing full days over the weekend running on Sundays instead of um, Mondays again depends on your area and like yeah. religious beliefs and stuff like that but you know there is a way around these things um and again depending on your area it really is dependent on that so I'll just give that as a, as a little point to get creative
1: amazing <gasps> she did it i have seriously with 15 seconds to spare so much
0: more things to say and in my mind i'm like oh i didn't even answer the question you did but, okay awesome smashed it well thank you so much for joining me today guys for a quick fire five episodes these are a few little um episodes sort of segments we're trying out and i think that they're working well yeah. so let us know what you think um if not i will look forward to speaking with you soon bye for now Thank you for listening to the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemble Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.